Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Off we go on this hump day. It's Carmen and Yurk back to work Wednesday at Hallis. That means Courtney Cronin joins us in about 30 with all of the relevant info and all of the updates. Roshan Johnson still hasn't cleared concussion protocol, but he will be able to do some sort of practice today. We'll get an official designation when the injury report is released in a couple of hours. They've opened up the window on Braxton Jones's return, and it is still trending for Tyson Bajan to start in primetime Sunday night against the disappointing Chargers in Los Angeles will, uh, which will, excuse me, most certainly be a home game for our beloved Chicago Bears. Connor McKnight sitting in for the good kid today who is off in Vegas. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you now that you've had a couple of uh, weeks here to digest after the near 100 lost White Sox? You know, it's been a a good couple of weeks. I'm glad that uh, that I was roused from my coffin in time to make the show. That was nice. By the Um, way, it was 101 losses for the White Sox, Yeah, I wasn't going to re... I wasn't going to go back there. I thought was was it 99 or was it 101? It was 101. Yeah, it hit triple digits is what it did. Uh, yeah, no, tough season for sure. Yeah. Uh, been a good couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited. We get to do uh, Shot or No Shot today. We get to do uh, Wife Radio Partner today. <laughs> All the fun uh, stuff. We get yeah. to, oh, is that not the... That's well, what a we're, different show, oh, but that's okay. okay. Well, still, well, happy you, to be here. You have a list, uh, which I always love. I do. You know I like to come with a list. I like a good like list, that. so I've, I've prepared a list. I like that you have a list. I do. Uh, I want to talk a little baseball with you later. Now that the World Series is set, we'll talk football. The The... the the hottest topic around these parts right now, whether it's stuff that's being discussed on the air or uh, that I guess you'd call it the water cooler talk here at ESPN. Uh, and it's happening again like it happened a lot yesterday, the day before. It's happening now, this morning, in the last hour or so in our big group text chain. You're on this. Yeah, I haven't it's read any the, of those texts uh, Oh, yet. you haven't read I, any of them? No, not well, yet. Should I read these? continued debate. There's like 15 texts. Well, you know what it's about? No. It's about Jim Harbaugh. Oh, Lord. Like, there's this, this the, I'm telling you, the, oh, the yeah. hottest Ugh. water cooler talk in these parts right now is Jim Harbaugh. And I, Waddle and Sylvie joked with Wilbon yesterday as they were wrapping up with him, talking about Harbaugh. They're like, by the way, the coach's show with Matt Eberflus every Monday with Waddle and Sylvie at 210. I mean, he's already, his ass is out. Hey. Waddle, I mean, like, that's it. Uh, you know, we're already, who's the number one candidate? And do we like Harbaugh? Do we not? And is the cheating scandal, you know, remove Jim Harbaugh from consideration? And Cap and Hoodie are asking Albert Breer about it. And we're discussing and debated. And I get why Waddle is such a staunch supporter. That's his quarterback. Yeah, of course. I've never quite understood Sylvie's infatuation with Harbaugh. And, and Harbaugh's not a bad coach. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But Sylvie's, for the last couple of years, has been banging the table about the program builder that is Jim Harbaugh. And Jim Harbaugh's one in six in bowl games at Michigan. Jim Harbaugh's played two games this year outside the state of Michigan. Twice. It's Halloween. He's played two games outside the state of Michigan. It's not many. Their strength of schedule, their adjusted strength of schedule ranking is 75th. They haven't played a team with the pulse all year. No, no. He's 1-6 in in bowl games. Jim Harbaugh versus the top 25 in his collegiate career has a 425 winning percentage. 425. Ryan Days is 750. And that's better. Is this... 
I, I don't. I, I just. I don't understand the infatuation with like it. Go get Jim Harbaugh to are, coach are the we Bears. Talking, just because I haven't gone through. So it is about the NFL, right? Yes. We're talking about Jim Harbaugh to the NFL, not Jim Harbaugh. Like, oh, if he's out at Michigan, uh, can he take over at some formerly blue blood NFL uh, college football program and take them to the promised land? You know, it, we're talking about the NFL. NFL. And I would presume that the reason you're interested, anyone is interested in Jim Harbaugh as an NFL, you know, football coach is not just because of his ability to coach, but to build said program, right? That's, you're giving over some sort of personnel control to oh, Jim Harbaugh. Which is a bad idea. If you're bringing in Jim Harbaugh. It's a bad idea. It didn't work well for Mike Holmgren. No. It hasn't worked. I mean, listen, there are the, the list of guys for whom that kind of control has actually gone well is very low. It's very small. Who's it worked well it, for? It hasn't worked well for Belichick. It has while he had Tom Brady. Well, yeah. I mean, the, but, the, the court, but listen, you got to hand that to them. I remember right? he was able to, to get rid of some guys, brought in, you know. The, he's, Even if you look at his drafts w- towards the end of Brady's career, they've been mostly I think that's I think that's fair. So that's your best case scenario? And it's bad. Lucking into a quarterback like uh, that and then doing everything else? I don't know, man. I. I don't really understand the infatuation with it, but I do understand the infatuation with the cheating scandal. I mean, that does that do, that, does that perks me up. Man. If you like him as, and if the Bears want to put Jim Harbaugh on their top three or four candidates, I'm fine with that. And if you end up with him, look, it's better than what's going on up there now. There's no doubt about that. It's better. I get that. Does the cheating scandal? For you, remove him from consideration. No, doesn't for me either. You know the other thing too, and I, you know, I've compiled most of this just by my absent-minded scrolling through Instagram and Twitter while on the couch the last couple of weeks. But if you take a note of the number of college football players, people like Jake Butt, former tight end at yes. Michigan, who admittedly is is yes. biased, right? Yes, but very there, biased. He is far from the only one. JJ Watt played defensive end and tight end at Wisconsin and yes. the Central Michigan before that. Pro Football Hall of Famer, no big deal. They've pointed out that's not cheating, that's scouting. So I, don't, I, I find it interesting that there are a host of former players at the college ranks of note, right, who have put this into a different category than just it's cheating. Yeah, I, I find it to be a weird rule because couldn't you just do that from watching the TV footage anyway? I think so. I think mean, you really I, could. And I guess like... Knowingly doing it when it is illegal makes it cheating and makes it wrong. Yes, but like, okay. absolutely. I mean, really, we're talking about buying tickets to look at the other team's sideline when I can pretty much just look at the TV footage anyway. If you're if you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? I mean, this is we we are now in a World Series where we've excised the cheaters, <laughs> oh, but yeah. nobody's really excised the cheating scandal from right. that whole legacy. The 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 torturous lengths. That announcers have to go through to talk about the Astros dynasty, right? The run, the legacy, and <laughs> yeah. everything, right? Like this yeah. is—that's a different level. That's a different conversation. And I don't think anybody's really gonna, you know, go bend themselves over backward to have to talk about the Michigan football era with the same kind of nuance, right? I, I don't think so. They won football I, I, games. I'm assuming, and they lost some others, right? End. And maybe you tie in the sudden success against Ohio State as a direct result of when the cheating started. I really don't know. I, I don't. I don't care that much, <laughs> to be honest. So you're looking at the other team's sideline to get their signs. Like, I guess I would say to the other team, change your signs. I, to me, like looking at college football to be like this stand-up 
moral exercise, right? Like, oh, there it is. These young men are this these this coaching staff being paid more than any other employee in the state. They're on the right, up yeah. and up. Yeah, this is like, no problem if, here. If you told me there's an elaborate scheme going on that uh, mirrored uh, what. Um, who was it? Was it St. Louis and Houston that had the back and forth years ago? The, the Astros oh, and the Cardinals, the scouting, yeah. with the mm-hmm. and they were yeah. like, weren't they? Weren't they like hacking or somebody stealing just, some proprietary? Uh, uh, yeah, somebody had left. Oh gosh, I forget how it works. Somebody who had left the Astros and Luna went to the Cardinals, right? And then someone had left their password saved on the website or something, like Cap with Twitter, and then yes. it would, they just logged in and then saved it, and nobody changed the password. Like, if you told me Connor, Connor Stallions, which, again, I can't get over what a name that is. It's the ultimate porn star name. Uh, I think I might change my name to Connor Stallions. Not that I'm the ultimate porn star. But, I am really tired of people encroaching uh, on Connor. True. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, true. I know. I don't, you like, really want to beat up like, the first segment? You're going to come in with the whole, up Connor, hey, yeah. it's the third. Third. If, You're the third Connor. If you told me that, like, they were hacking into their future opponents, they, they were stealing the playbook from their servers and their right. clock, like, right. I'd say, wow, this is, like, really egregious cheat. Like, I, I'm I, supposed to be upset that they're go- that some guy's buying tickets and, like, but not taking no, the video camera to the I, other I want team the better signals. story. Like, I want the story where Harbaugh walks into the computer science lab, right? Right. Bolts like, the doors and closes the windows. The professor leaves and he's like, all right, nerds. Now that's a scandal. What you need right, to do nerds. is hack in to the Ohio State database. Here, here, you are Michigan men, all of you. Here are your khaki pants and your T1 connections. Now dial in to Columbus and steal me all of that playbook. Nerds assemble. Like, that's the, that's the cheating scandal I want. Uh, that's the movie I'd watch. It'd be better than Draft Day. Yes, it would be. That's a scandal. And I think uh, something tells me Jim Harbaugh would walk into the computer lab and be like, what's up, nerds? I bet he has. You guys are going to do. I bet he has. I mean, like, you're going to use your nerddom to help me. I mean, like, that's a cheating scandal. I mean, I don't know what this is. Like, really? This doesn't happen? This is elite. Yurko played college football. Now, granted, this was officially a... This became against the rules when he was already out of college. But Yurko, when we first told the story, Yurko goes, what do you mean? Like, we used to do that all the time. Like... This is a, so what is this? You we can't gave, go and look at the other team's signals. We I don't understand. Cars to young men to entice them to go out of state. Like, what are we talking about? I don't know. What are so? We- so I don't mind that. Like, Harbaugh's wrapped up in this, and it's probably going to force him to leave Michigan. Like, so what? I don't. I don't really I, care. I can deal with that. I don't know that it's going to force him to leave Michigan. I suppose. I guess. I probably. I guess. But this is like. He already missed three games this year. They're gonna. They were gonna suspend him. Imposed suspension. Oh. Car- you know, it takes a. There was more from their previous cheating scandal that was gonna come and you know cause him to miss games next year. And now this. I mean, it sure is. Seems like it's setting up for maybe Harbaugh to follow his quarterback to whichever NFL team he goes to. I don't know. I mean, uh, well, he might have to sit out a year on cable television and make six or seven million and go somewhere else. That's maybe. tough life. Boy, Harbaugh, tough life. Harbaugh, though, as an analyst, can you imagine? If they've got Urban Meyer still on television, they can put Jim Harbaugh on the table. But at least, at least, Har- at least Urban Meyer, as as no, loathsome no. as he is, he's yeah. loathsome. But it's, at least there's I want like more a, caveats out of you. There's his caveats out of this guy. He's a he's a slime ball. I yeah. mean, let's face it. There I mean, go. he is. But he's got like. He's got some panache and, you know, like uh, in a sense when he's on t- I like Harbaugh would sit there and like with his frumpy face and his frumpy clothes and yeah. just be like, eh, run the ball, power football. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't I don't That's know what true. he would offer. That's true. Like uh, Har- Urban Meyer's a sleazeball, but he's 
he's almost proud of it. And he wear, you know, he'll put on the nice clothes you know, and he'll be all buttoned up. And I, he'll... My, my first job out of college was covering college football out west. And Harbaugh was the coach at Stanford at the time. Stanford. I was I was there at campus. They'd just beaten USC. They were like 40-point dogs. Do you remember this? Tavita Pritchard was the quarterback yes. at Stanford. It was this miraculous thing. And he did the, the coach's show, right? Because you've got to do... You're a college football coach. You go on the local radio station. You do the coach's show. That's maybe the coolest thing about college football <laughs> media, right. right? Yeah. And I, he was he was engaging. He was the whole yeah. thing. I wouldn't be surprised okay. if he could turn it on for. Well, a, maybe he could. Maybe you got to upset USC by a forty point margin <laughs> right. to, to get yourself excited. Maybe that's what you need. I just feel like we've never really seen it from him. But maybe you're right. I don't know. And hey, if somebody offers you five million. They say. You just got to be excited yep. once a week for us, Jim. For $5 million, he probably could. Once a week for about 45 minutes. Yeah. That's he, it. Like, okay. The two other guys on the set are going to talk for a while. Are you doing the post-game show, Jim? No. Oh, okay. All right. Just the pre-game show for you. Add them to the Fox set. There's like nine guys on that Fox set. Yeah, I mean, they just keep growing it and growing it. it gets, college football has become more complicated <laughs> to watch now. I You used to be able to just throw on college game day, the 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 the... the so the thing would all be the colors, the pageantry, the whole thing. You would count on Lenardi to have a story in there yeah. that would make you cry at one point, and that's right. when you'd go get another beverage out of the fridge because it's eleven forty-five at that time. And then you come back and you watch the rest of your college football day, and now you can't do that. There's all no. everything. All kids are kicking for field goals and cash. <laughs> it's kind of funny, I don't understand. Because... Nobody's wearing sleeves. No. I don't get it. There's a lot of signs, and nobody's got sleeves. I on used to yet. be it, and then they changed what it was on yeah. college football game day. I mean, it, it really is something. Uh, all right, so Harbaugh, yay, nay. Where would he fall in your list of candidates? Is he like a slam dunk number one? I don't see that. I just don't get that. I, I, and I don't know if any amount of like boasting about what he did at Stanford and you know how Michigan was in shambles and when he took it over and what he's done there. I mean, it. how impressive has it really been? Again, he's good. He's a good coach. There's no doubt he'd improve what the Bears have going on right now. But why does anyone view Jim Harbaugh as a slam dunk, like, got to get him number one choice? I I just, I don't see it. You know what I would be interested in? If Harbaugh interviewed for the job, I'd love to be a fly on the wall when they ask Justin Fields or next guy. I would appreciate his opinion on that. I'd I'd like to be, I guess, a fly on the wall for any of the coaches that would have to answer to that. It's I mean, true. Like, if I, he's still here, trade deadline's coming up. He'll be here. I would love to have been a fly on the wall when they asked Matt Nagy about Mitch Trubisky. I think I know how that conversation went. <laughs> I think I can. My my, my guess is you a picture. My guess is most coaches they're going to be interviewing, considering they might have a well, but handful of you know a couple of t- picks in the top five, they might be like. Mm. And then that's the thing. The Bears are the exception, yeah. right? That whatever head coach, if if that's indeed what we're talking about, comes in and has to have that conversation, they may have the two top picks to go get anybody they want. They might. It's not, well, if this guy falls to us, I think no. he's better than the guy we have. No, it might not have to work that way. All right, so your thoughts on Harbaugh, the scandal, if it affects it one way or another for you. If you want to talk Bears today with us, 312-332-3776. Courtney has an update from Hallison in like 15, 20 minutes. Connor is in for Yurko. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Dun, dun, 
Hope you're having a, a great Wednesday. A little dreary today after such a beautiful day yesterday. It's Carmen and York back to work Wednesday up at Howes for the Bears. Week 8 has a trip to take on Justin Herbert and the Chargers. We'll delve into that in a little bit when Courtney Cronin joins us. Don't forget you can hang with Peggy Kaczynski and me this Friday. We have another football feast. We are back out at Buffalo Wild Wings in Berwyn. Cermak Road in Ooh. Harlem, right across Ooh. from uh, Cermak Plaza. Yes, about a mile from the, the house in which I grew up. The spicy garlic. You like the That's spicy the, garlic? Oh, I like the spicy garlic. Yurko? Absolutely. Connor's in for Yurko, by the way. Yurko's in Vegas. God only knows what's going on. I think he's on the golf course. Well, he's teeing off, I think, for the first of four rounds in like two hours out there, Vegas time. He's been into the, uh, they've got the uh, bullet bourbon sauce now, I think. that they, uh, Seen he it, loves seen that. it, haven't had it. He gets it, seen it I make my trip during spring training. There's one right in between, usually where I stay, in Glendale. In Glendale. I, I make an afternoon of it. Beautiful thing. Quantity over, oh man. I like the lemon pepper. I like the dry like rub, the lemon, the lemon pepper. pepper. Oh, you like I the love drum that. Rub. Yes, Now, are you a drummies or are you a, uh, a, drummy. a, a drumstick guy? Yeah, Yurko's a flats. I'm a drum guy. I'm, I like I'm a drum. flat guy. You're a flats guy yeah, too? Yeah, I'm a, well, equal opportunity. It's just if I have to pick one. If you're like, hey, we got a tray. Here's one or the other. I'll find, take the flats. I find the flats are a little bit more messy. You know, you got to bite the you're not bone wrong. off. You're, abso- yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. A little bit cleaner. With the drummies. But hey, however you like it, boneless, drums, flats, doesn't matter. They got the whole thing. Everything's great. Come hang with us for Football Friday. This Friday, Berwyn Buffalo Wild Wings will be drinking Miller Lite, and we have Bears tickets to give away, so you can come and see us. There may be no colder Miller Lite than the one poured right there at that establishment. That makes the best. Ice cold. And they're five bucks for the special on Fridays. All right, let's grab some calls. Let's go to Dave in Bolingbrook. Dave, what's up, man? Hey, Carmen. uh, Connor, how you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? Oh, good. I just going to bring up. Uh, I was listening to the Greeny show yesterday, and uh, Brian Winhurst was on there, and he brought up the, uh, that uh, this guy makes fifty thousand dollars a year. The guy that was suspended, and I guess they have a paper trail of him uh, spending tens of thousands of dollars on travel accommodations. <laughs> I, that's, that, that made me a little. Made me a, like who's funding this? Is that what you're saying, Dave? Yeah, it made it more of an issue to me that hearing that and just this guy taking pictures at a game you know this is like a uh you know a funded activity yeah. from the football program yeah i know and i mean i'm sure it is dave i mean they can pretend all they want that they're cl- no what are you talking about i have no idea i'm shocked to find out there's gambling going on here here you're winning sir like i'm sure they can play a dumb all they want but again like okay they're i i don't I don't even know why you have to go through this hassle. Get the TV footage. I, I agree. But I don't understand. But that's, mean, that's, that's it, though, right? That's, it's the uber-competitive nature of the college football environment. I guess. They've, you, you have to be doing just a little bit more. You've got to be running more two-a-days. You know, whatever it is, man. That's college. It's really, it's, that's pro sports. And college football is now pro sports. Has been for a long time. Yeah, especially at Michigan. But, like, how long can you hear? How long can Harbaugh hear he can't beat Ohio State? Okay. Until he finally he's like... Apparently I, can tell you, apparently, I can tell you exactly how long he could hear it. I can, he, the Constantine has receipts. I can yeah. tell you exactly yeah. the day. He was like, the hell with this. I it's, can't. You know, no. So he's like, well, why don't we try this? Yeah. And let's see if it works. Also, uh, I would. And this is where I get a little. With this. And we were talking about the Astros thing earlier. As soon as things like this bubble up, right? These kinds of um, these kind of cheating scandals, these conspiracies or what have you. You will instantly hear. They're not the only ones doing it. That's uh, and that's yeah. probably true. That's that's probably true of of baseball at the time, right? I mean, the Yankees and the Red Sox both have had their stuff going on. Right. The you would imagine that, like the University of Michigan football program, 
most football programs don't want a hard audit of all of their coaching assistants' travel expenses, right? Right, right. I mean, come on. Right. So so I guess the question really is, as a f- college football fan, how much are you willing to just brush aside and not have to deal with cognitively so that you can you know, watch your 11 a.m. kickoff and just let it ride? <sighs> I think the answer there is a lot. Okay, You're right, willing exactly. to deal with a lot. Right. Chris is in Northbrook. What's going on, Chris? 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 He's working dishes? in the background. It sounds like dishes. It sounds like it might be dishes. Chris? Yeah. Could be he's looking for the five eights though. The five eights wrench. Scrambling. That's always in the bottom we're of the work box too. Five eight sockets. Yeah, right. Chris, you got to keep the sockets in a set. Yeah, that way, and it should always you, be in order. Yes. That way you don't lose them. Once you start telling, I'll get back to this sooner. Yeah, I don't think Chris I don't is going to make it. Think he might be chewing. Chewing? Made him a good chicken sandwich, maybe. Uh, he's got a fir- sandwich. At first, I. That sounded a little like chewing. Yeah. I definitely thought he was putting dishes away. It right sounded now. like dishes at first. There was a definitive clink. Yeah, keep your sock- right there. That was that was a silverware clink. I think that was a silverware clink. <laughs> uh, keep your wrenches and your sockets uh, in an orderly fashion, everybody. Let's go to Ray and Juliet. What's up, Ray? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm just sitting in my car, so. Um, uh, <laughs> Thanks, not Ray. doing dishes in my car. You're not doing dishes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. Ho- ho- hopefully, uh, nothing major comes up here. Um, yeah, about Harbaugh. I think you know, kind of regardless of the whole scandal thing, I think he's on his way back to the NFL after this year anyway. Because I think it's just a, I think it's just a matter of, you know, if, if he doesn't win a national championship with this group in this year, I think he probably knows it's not happening at Michigan. Um, you know, as much of a power as they are, I think there's still some limitations that they have compared to some of the power, like SEC programs. So, um, I, I think he probably realizes that, and I think he's probably going to the NFL after this year. And I wouldn't be shocked if, like you said, Carm, if he does kind of follow yeah. McCarthy uh, wherever he you know goes in the NFL. And yeah. if I can, if I can just serve you up a, a plate of meatballs real quick here. Yes, yes, please. Um, we love meatballs. I thought there was no dishes. If 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 JJ McCarthy does get drafted by the Bears, and if he does turn into a superstar in the NFL, like, could you imagine oh. what kind of a star he would no. be, like, in this town? No, because he's a hometown. No, it'd be crazy, Ray. Crazy. He's a hometown kid. It, it's it'd be. I don't even know what you'd liken that to. I mean, that's like that's like Butkus be starring for the Bears. Yeah. It's Derek Rose starring for the Bulls. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, if J.J. McCarthy were to come here and were the answer that we've been, the answer to our prayers, to to where you go, three Nazareth? generations. Yeah, he went to Nazareth. Nazareth? From, he grew up uh, uh, not far from uh, where I live. I live right around the corner from Naz. He went there. He left for because of COVID. Played at IMG. Um, I met him once when he was still in high school, obviously. He oh, really? was quarterbacking. He was a sweetheart of a kid. And I've heard good things about him. Some people that know his family, I've heard very good things about the family, about J.J. Met him once when he was helping the LT football club do, like, a winter camp. And my son had attended it over Christmas break. And J.J. was there. And I spoke to him for a handful of minutes. He was like... 16 at the time and he had already committed to michigan right you Maybe gotta get 15 i mean he was you gotta get ready for draft time because they're gonna call you about reference they're gonna <laughs> it was a sweet kid meeting I, I, we gotta get the falco on the phone i've heard a lot of good things about him um he's out of all the quarterbacks coming out he's i'll be honest he's not my favorite so he's but he's not qb3 for you 
like Caleb Williams and uh, oh my God, Drake May, May I think, I think are widely considered one, yeah, two, and whatever. I, yeah. I think they're clearly prefer. one and two. Okay. Um, it's funny, the yeah, podcast I, I was going to listen to on the way home, uh, or at least at some point today, because I'll be listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the way home now that I think of it, uh, was the, it's, um, oh gosh, uh, the Athletics Football Podcast, Robert Mays. Yes, you know, Robert Mays, exactly. And the whole thing is about, um, it's fantastic, uh, QB1 and QB2, they're Caleb Williams and Drake May, and who's QB3? Three. You sort that out, and I got about five minutes in, and then, the, you know, the train, and you can't hear right. anything. Can't so hear I'm, I'm kind of curious about it myself. Because there's a lot of good ones, and they're saying, like, you know, we could have upwards of six, seven, I mean, there's like, they're going to be a bunch of highly sought after guys, but if he came here and he were finally the answer in his hometown, it's as good of a story as uh, any you can think of. I mean, there, there, there'd be few things like it to I, finally answer all the, the, you know, the, the hopes and prayers of Bears fans. I think if you offered Bears fans the solution to their hopes and prayers in any form at quarterback, they would treat him like royalty. I mean, yes. I, I don't know that he's got to have gone, you know, from LaGrange yes. to Naz to, I, you know, whatever, but I, I do think there'd be that extra level. Real quick, Mark in Portage Park has a prop swap ticket question. Mark, go. Hey, guys. Uh, so, Kind of a long, well, longer story here, but need your your gambling advice. Um, so, uh, I actually bet because my son uh, plays t-ball, and we chose the Arizona Diamondbacks as our team. I love this. Oh. So, for, so for fun, you know, I was the coach, but for fun, um, I thought I put twenty five dollars on them in the beginning of the year, but I put a hundred bucks on them to win the World Series. Now, I'm an idiot gambler, and I didn't really. Um, you know, hedge it with like NLCS or anything like that. But um, I got him at sixteen thousand or plus sixteen thousand odds. So you have him at one hundred and sixty to one. Yes. Okay. So I was. So I was. So I was offered a payout today when I checked of five grand. Don't take it. That's too low. You post it oh, on PropSwap. Well, okay. You should okay. get sixty five hundred for that ticket minimum. Okay. Well. But to win, it would be it would pay out sixteen thousand. I know, but I'm saying you should get minimum to sell it sixty five. You should absolutely sell it if someone offers you sixty five hundred because you just turned guaranteed, regardless if they win or lose. You just turned a hundred dollars into sixty five hundred. Take some of your sixty five hundred and reinvest it on the Diamondbacks <laughs> to win. That's right. There you go, Mark. You listen to that man. That's all you got to do. You listen to this man. Sell it for sixty five hundred if somebody will offer it to you. And reinvest some of your money. If nobody's going to bite, and if before it starts Friday, that offer of five is still there, I guess I would take it and do the same thing because you're still guaranteeing profit. But I think the five is light on what you might be able to get on prop swap. It'd be nice to be in that position. Oh. So there you go. Mark, good job. Wouldn't good it, Chris? All right. We Wouldn't did. it, Chris? Hobbit. It'd be nice, it'd be nice to be in, the, uh, in that position. There are vibes, you know. How many times have we made money on the World Series, boys? We've done it a lot, so we miss this time. It happens. I wish we listened to Chris. I do. I, I wish, wish you'd we listen to me. My God, I'll go back through the texts. Oh, I sent you boys the texts. And, and Connor, to, well, I'm still kicking myself over the Orioles. I told Connor you. Told you me gave, no, 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 no. What did I say? No. Oh, look, I'm looking back. I don't think you said was that. that you like just twins. you to me, or was it that was a group just text? Me it was you. just me and you. All right, it was just me and you. Here's what you said. All right. I mean, twins pitching is way better than people think. Out. And they got well, but they got around. Okay. You were asking for what? I don't tell think the, the people, D-backs can get past the Dodgers. And I don't people, think anyone gets by the Braves tell, on the National League side. Right, just wrong. like everyone else in the world. Wrong. But if you wanted, <laughs> but if you want, okay, here's here it is, here it is. If you wanted a long shot, I'd steer towards the Diamondbacks making the NLCS. Well, that was good. Thank you. That was good, Connor. Right, Thank right. you. 
We should have listened to Connor and Chris, but we did it. Mark also and Portage. Remind, also remind Carmen that uh, I told him about the Orioles in May. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so mad at that. I'm still so mad. I can't get over it. I'm like, I'm going to go Yankees 5-1. to one. I'm so mad. I don't think you should. I'm no, so mad. I'm so mad. Well, what Cor- if you didn't, Carmen? No, I think I'm going to do the Yankees. Son of a bitch. God, I could be here for you. Mark Courtney joins us from Hallis with an update uh, on the Bears. It's a back-to-work Wednesday. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Watch us on Twitch. Watch us on the station's YouTube channel. You can see us live in the old National Bank State Street studio. Connor McKnight in for York today. Peggy's in tomorrow and Friday. Friday, we're out at Buffalo Wild Wings with Miller Lite for a football feast. The B-Dubs in Berwyn, Harlem and Cermak come by and see us Friday, and you can win Bears tickets. Speaking of the Bears, let's get up to Hallis for our weekly update from Courtney Cronin. Follow her on Twitter for all the latest and the greatest, at Courtney R. Cronin. Read her stuff at ESPN.com. She joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline, and it looks like we're trending towards another tyson Bajent start. Right, Courtney? Yeah, it doesn't sound like there's been much improvement, other than like what we already know. Matt Eberflew said he had no update today on Justin Fields, but the latest he gave us on Monday was that it's improving, but he's going to remain week to week, and they, that's when they classified him as doubtful for the Chargers game. So it's Tyson Bajan going forward until it's not. I think that's kind of the plan that the Bears are going to use, knowing that they don't want to rush Justin Fields back prematurely, and, and certainly for his long-term health and viability playing the quarterback position, he's got to be careful making sure that he's not coming back before that thumb healed up enough to to play the rest of the way does the offense look similar or do they add a little bit more and try to go downfield a little bit more in his second start i think the obvious thing there is that there will be more of an effort for the downfield passing i believe you know it's 21 of 20 21 of 29 for 169 yards so not great passing numbers but a lot of those passes were going where they needed to six of those were behind the line of scrimmage and they were complete, and that's that's what they needed from him in his first start. I thought it was a smart approach to not ask him to do too much. Certainly the Bears thought that same way, but I would anticipate against uh, you know another opponent that's going to be looking at what Tyson Bajan did, finally put on film against the Raiders, that they're going to be expecting that downfield passing game to come alive a little bit too, and there's more that they can do in that, but... I like the creativity from Luke Getze that we saw in this um, in this Raiders game, where you got you know some boot action there, you're getting tight ends involved, heavy personnel groupings in which they were running out of, and you know those end arounds with Tyler Scott, yeah. as effective as they are with him, they have not been with other players, namely Bayless Jones. So it's good to see that those things, the jet sweeps, the motion, that stuff, it's been working, and that's something that I anticipate them utilizing going forward. Uh, in hoping to get that passing game to open up a little bit more. Hey, Courtney, in talking with players and coaches around Hallis in this week, how, how do you expect the defense, the Chargers defense, to kind of counterpunch against Bajent now that he does have a game on tape, right? I mean, the Raiders kind of played him one way. There's kind of a, a, a general idea on how you want to heat up rookie quarterbacks or young quarterbacks. Do you expect that to kind of be the thing? Do they? I'm sure, they, I'm sure that that's what they are anticipating. We'll get a chance to hear from them in a little bit, but... The the difference is this week, it was something that Eberflus talked about today, like can you use the game plan against the Raiders as a blueprint for how you want to 
attack offensively, knowing that, you know, they have not one but two really good pass rushers that they have to worry about. It's mm-hmm. Khalil Mack and it's Joey Bosa. So I think that there are some similar things that they can do. The quick passing game has to be there again. You've got to get the ball out of your hand quickly if you're Tyson Bagent because you know, where the pressure's coming from, yeah, the protection was a lot better last week, but now you've got not one but two game records that you have to be worried about to where you can't set the max protection to whatever side uh, Crosby's on and just expect that you're going to be able to contain and and try to move quickly through your reads. That's got to be a big part of what he does again, and I would anticipate knowing that, knowing that much in the in the moments that we saw the play action game come alive, I would anticipate a, a bigger dose of that too, just to be able to protect Tyson Bajant to give him the best chance to win in rolling him away from pressure in those moments. I mean, the offensive line uh, hasn't had uh, too much stability or continuity. I, we, we barely strung a couple of games here together with the same five. As at least it's, it's trending in a good direction going into this week, right, Courtney? It is, because Braxton Jones returned to practice today. So his 21-day window to come off injured reserve opened. And typically you don't see that happen with a starter unless you anticipate them coming off right away. Um, We saw it a couple weeks ago with Tevin Jenkins on a short week. He was activated and he was able to play against Washington. So this very well could be the first week that we have that that group um, that we were anticipating more of the starters up there. But again, like... Nate Davis is not playing this week because he's got the high ankle sprain. And that's something I think they need to, you know, we don't have like the true five that they came in the season with uh, expecting to play, but it could be four of those five if you get Braxton Jones back. Although I don't think Larry Borum has been a liability at left tackle and the numbers would suggest that too. I mean, has he been terrific and, and, you know, at a point to where he's going to push Braxton Jones for his job when he comes back from IR? Probably not, but, I do think they were more co- they had a more cohesive plan up front, but that also relied upon the multiple tight end sets that they were using and using those guys to block because they needed to. Uh, inquiring minds and fantasy football teams in some places want to know what's huh. going on with Roshan Johnson. Uh, what did, what do we expect to find out today? What do we what is kind of the next few steps then after we found out what we get today? So there's one more hurdle he has to cross to get out of concussion protocol, but he's able to go back to practice. So typically that means no contact until you're out of concussion protocol, but they're trying to ramp him up. We'll know a little bit more, you know, how he's listed on the injury report, but also when he clears concussion protocol. Now that's not something that teams have to formally announce. It's not like an injured reserve player getting designated back to practice. We'll know based on the participation status of Mm. him today, tomorrow, uh, and Friday. But I think this is going to be one of their harder decisions that they've had to make because as much as people like to get ahead of themselves talking about a potential quarterback controversy, I think there's like a legitimate running back controversy that could be happening here because of how well Deontay Foreman played last week. He was coming into his own, was you know able to kind of pick, clean up some of the, the shoestring tackles and things that happened against Minnesota and turned those into really efficient runs, two of which reached the end zone against the Raiders. How are you going to put a guy like that back down on game day when Khalil Herbert comes back? You know, he's eligible to come back week 10 from IR. That's a, that's a really tricky proposition for them. It's certainly, it's a, it's a problem of riches. It's, you know, of yeah. having, you know, excess running backs. So it's a good problem to have, but that to me is the more intriguing position battle that, 
we'll have in a couple of weeks, but we're starting to see, you know, if Roshan Johnson can come back this week, what does that one-two punch look like? Is he and Deontay Foreman are different styles of rushers. And we know that Johnson gives the special teams element. Um, he's great in pass protection, but how those two are utilized might foreshadow what the running back plan could be going forward when Khalil Herbert's eligible to come back. All right. Anything else we should know, Courtney? You know, I think it's, um, you know, it's, it, it sounds like they're getting healthy at a good time, at least at those two positions. The O-line is still one to watch, though, because how does – I mean, I know I'm projecting out a couple of weeks, but the thought of Braxton Jones coming back gives me the thought that eventually Nate Davis is going to be healthy enough to play since they haven't placed him on IR. So right. then what happens? Does Tevin Jenkins have to go back to left guard? Does does Cody Whitehair stay at left guard? And I just – it's – it's a game of musical chairs that, you know, that one is it's probably a couple weeks away before we get to that point, but that's one to keep an eye on. All right, Courtney, good stuff. Thank you. Uh, enjoy the trip to L.A. We'll talk next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate we'll see it. You. There's Thanks, Courtney, Courtney Cronin at Courtney R. Cronin. Tevin Jenkins can flat out play, whether it's left guard or right guard. doesn't matter. There's no way he's going back to the bench. You like stacking that side like they did last I, week? I, I I don't mind too much. I know Sylvie was, like, super anti. Why do you, why move him again? Like, let him stay at a position oh, and grow. Oh, just with Jenkins. Speci- with oh, Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and I'm like, I, I don't know that it matters that much. I think the kid can play. Right, left, doesn't matter. Inside at guard, I love him. Stay healthy, and I think he's... A baller. I mean, he gets to the second level, and he's just like, he's a he's a wrecking machine. Yeah, that you highlight know? last week, just running people over. I, 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 the guy can play, flat out. And maybe he'll never be able to play tackle, and that's fine. And they, they and they'll never have to go out there, and they'll, they're done with that experiment. At least this regime and this coaching staff. You give them credit for this. They saw something, recognized something, and said we could still make him a useful player, and he can flat out play whether it's left guard or right guard that's uh, one of the credits so. to that coaching staff and, yes. and their kind of player development yes they get a hit right? for that yeah they do because so, i think ryan poles i think they tried to trade him before you know two years it ago it certainly sounded like it yeah and, and then you, you couldn't really fault him for that process at least i don't think you couldn't fault yeah. him that it's not your guy right the fit had been a little bit weird yes. he said some things you'd said some things yeah. everyone would have come back to neutral but it's really difficult to restart a relationship like that right what do you just hit start over and then forget about all the things. It's what, hard to do. Whatever they did, they did it. Yep. And they have found a very, not just useful, they have found a very good interior offensive lineman. And I mean very good. The eye test tells you that. The PFF grades tell you that. 312-332-3776. Connor's in for York. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Have you heard the uh, bowl season starts tonight? I have. I was in the production meeting earlier this today, and I heard it. 37 and a half is the win total. That's fewer than they won last year. I have a feeling they might win a couple of more, but I think they're going to be stuck right back in that. A couple more than of, they did last year? Yeah, or yeah. a couple more than the over-under? Both. A couple oh, okay. more than the over-under and maybe one or two more than last year. I mean, they won, they won 39 last year. I could see 41, 42-ish wins. Okay. 7, 8, 9, something like that. 9, 10 maybe. Play-in game. Play-in tournament. I could see that. I have to readjust. I have to do more research about what the NBA playoffs and midseason tournament and all that does. Because I don't do the, you know, I get a couple of weeks and then I shut her down for a little while. 
I'll get back to figuring out what the heck's going on in the NBA in probably two, three weeks, something like that. That's not bad. The yeah. in-season tournament, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand uh, it. I'm not going to ask you to walk me through it right here and now. At some point, I'm going to call you. There are designated games. Wait, so did you guys watch any NBA covers last I night? I did. So, Carm, did you see the promos uh, featuring uh, all the players in Vegas promoting this in-season tournament? I feel like I don't know if I saw. The like, tagline at the end is, you got to play to win. I feel like, the, I feel like we see, have see what they're doing. Don't they're, they're, to win. they're trying to market <laughs> to the players and the teams right. And to the fans that the way you win the tournament is by playing. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen those. How lame is this? But I feel like they kind of sound like, like here's LeBron. Is, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tournament. It's the, a tournament. No, this could be great. Because they're running promos like in the NBA games that are essentially it's explaining what this stupid tournament is. Well, if I know anything about a broadcast, is what you want to do is explain the rules of your game seven or eight yeah, times right. to people who have been watching it for 30 years. Right. That is exactly what you're looking you for. you got to play to win. Ah. It, it was cool having NBA back. I love the NBA. And uh, no, marquee teams last night, which was fun. Sure. Um, uh, Jokic probably didn't touch a weight all offseason, and he stepped on the floor last night and had a triple-double. Like, he is... It's fantastic. He's, isn't the it? best, he's like the best Marvel of all Marvels. I, there's nobody like him. He's fantastic. Truly superb. Did you play basketball in the offseason? No. How was your offseason? Too short. Uh, okay, have a good season. Now I'm just going to go out and have a triple double. And, like, they, it's and just, you know that coaching staff, that, that training staff, everybody was just on the edge of their seat hoping oh, he yeah. didn't come back at like 420 pounds. Uh, and he's fine, and he's good to go. And they saw him play a minute and a half, and like, oh, like, oh, he's good. Yeah. Who, boy, thank God. There's nobody like him. I mean, he's just—he's uh, a gem. He's a treasure. I mean, he really is. So, it was good to have some marquee teams in action. I think the Bulls have a fun team. To, that'll be the fun part about tonight, watching the opponent. Quite frankly, I mean, not to totally diminish and demean the Bulls. I mean, on their opening no, night, not, but I, not totally. I'm excited to watch Oklahoma City. I think they're a fun young team. I mean, we said that a lot last year, whether it was the Bulls playing them a couple of times or just watching them on nights uh, when you could see the Oklahoma City Thunder play, whether you have, um, you know, the package or not, just all, all the, the – nobody does as good of a job, if you ask me, as the NBA in, in making their games available for oh, free. Oh, agreed. And they've been doing and this no, for years. Nobody does as good. And they've been doing it for years, whether it was getting out of front on the, the, the Twitter and TikTok and yes. the Instagram and yes. my face and all that. I mean, they, they knew it. They did it. And every other league, I won't name any, every other league was like, oh, boy, I don't, I don't know. We'd like to control the rights to this double in the gap for as long as possible. And we want to make sure to not broadcast baseball in the state of Iowa until the year 3050. Uh, and whatever the NBA is up to, we don't really care. Thank you. Or whatever league. And I think It doesn't matter what league we're talking about. Looked at that. I think the NBA and I think the NHL, excuse me, and MLB have looked at it and been like, okay, we need they more have. of this. Yeah, they have. And they it's smart. It. And so you can watch plenty. You don't need the season pass to watch a ton of basketball. What? As long as you have a cable or streaming service. Yes. And, and you'll, I, I will watch a ton of basketball this year. Free basketball, not free. I mean, you're paying for it, but without paying for the league pass, and that's what's great. And I, 
Oklahoma City is one of those teams, a primetime game when you see it on free TV. Stop and watch them because they're fun, and that's the opponent for the Bulls. Basketball is the one one of the four leagues that doesn't need the red zone channel, right? Right. Like you have, I don't know if you saw, uh, Butchagross is going to do, I forget what they're calling it. It's a, it's a red zone channel, but for hockey. Yes. They're going to put that on the air. Baseball has its, you know, its, its hot moment or whatever MLB it is. MLB TV has. Network. Yeah, they've got something or, like it. Has, MLB and Network they bounce around to games and stuff like that, and that's cool. Yes. But the NBA, you don't, I mean, it's, it's there. Those games. Games are, are staggered enough. Any hot play is going to be right there for you on, on yeah. Twitter and Instagram or whatever. You can't miss the NBA. NBA TV does a good job with it, um, which is on most of the providers of just constantly showing you highlights in games. So I like that the NBA is back. I don't have high hopes for the Bulls. Is anybody even like remotely excited? I guess I would ask. It's no. opening night in the no. NBA. No. And Black's a huge basketball fan, and it's kind of like, eh. I, I can't know. wait to see <laughs> the suit that Jason Goff is wearing on the pregame show. Okay, that's a good that's point. What that's what I'm excited yeah, for. Because like, you know. Three piece. It's going to be something you nice. You think so? I'm I think it could go turtleneck. He okay. pulls that turtleneck right. off so could, well. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe turtleneck. Yeah, you could be right about that. And the watch see. game is going to match the shoe game, I promise you. That's a good, the guy's so on it's point. A, it's a well-dressed crew. He is. Uh, 312-332-3776. Ring us up. We're back in two minutes.